This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nothing to me says romance like looking for condoms in Hennessy. <laughs> She's the crazy one of the season. And the I mean, drunk. He calls her naggy. His shirt's open like a Colombian drug lord. He does not like pizza. Can we talk about the big, wide, open fish mouth? He's like a walking success poster. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this is how it ended, Bachelor Nation. Welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Christine Lee with Katie Pilata. Hi, Katie. Hi. And Ryan Jones. Hello, Ryan. Still in mourning. Still in mourning. And <laughs> he's not just a friend of the podcast. Now he's part of the podcast. It's Matt. I shouldn't say Matt from Connecticut or Matt from Meriden. I should say Matt, our Bachelorette contestant. And informant. Co-host on the show. <laughs> and informant. Although I've been good because I... Never gave yeah. anything away, right? No, you to were really good. And yeah. that's got to be very hard to do because it must be pretty easy to want to slip up. But Yeah, you gotta, I got to watch everything I say or did have to watch everything I said. So the, the big finale, three big hours with an odd format and probably everyone's worst nice nightmare to have to sit next to your ex-lover while getting grilled by... America's favorite <clears throat> investigative love reporter, Chris Harrison, oh God, Chris, right there in front of each other as you're watching this stuff being played out in front of you and you can see the pain and the uncomfortable look on everyone's faces. And obviously the internet didn't like it very much either, although they did in uh-huh. a weird kind of masochistic way. Well, so, who doesn't like to see other people squirm around and <laughs> feel awkward about something? Well, Ryan, you broke, it, pastime. you broke it down really well when we were talking about it before the podcast started, where you said they had to do it like this because they were left with no alternative. Yeah, and I think we get to this point every year and they say, this will be like nothing we've ever seen before. And every Every year, it's exactly like we've seen it before. And so when Chris let it off again by saying, oh, we're, you've never seen something this way. I'm like, okay, sure, we haven't, Chris. But then we saw that they were intertwining the recorded show with the after show, which probably should have been an indicator right away that something didn't go according to plan. And then as we saw, it was because... Normally, we see whoever comes out of the car first, well, wah, wah, you know, you're going home. But they were only going to have one person coming out of a car, which we obviously didn't know at the beginning of the three hours. So ultimately, this, while it was a little weird, it was really the only way they could do it. Because otherwise, if you're just watching it start to finish how it was recorded, it takes away a lot of the drama. Because at least this way, we knew, okay, we're still going to get that final showdown. It just isn't, we don't have to wait until after the rose. I like the way that they had Rachel watch it with us to see it for the first time. I wish they showed her reactions in the little box more <laughs> um, while everything was happening. They, I think they only did that once or maybe twice, but I would have liked to see her reactions to each thing that happened throughout that finale. But I thought it was a cool way to intertwine her with the live audience and 
you know, us watching at home. You know what they should have done is they should have used ABC Family or whatever Freeform or one of their other networks to do a straight, if not just a picture in picture, almost a, a split Rachel screen. Cam? A Rachel cam? Exactly, a Rachel cam, just to see how, that would have been scene so by scene, how she's reacting. I think that would have been fun. So, Matt, um, Brian wins her heart in the end, and we were all shocked. The internet was shocked. But you're saying that he was really the right choice, and I think all along during this season, he was kind of built up a little bit as a player and a kind of a slimy Miami salsa kind of guy who has his girls on the side. But you're saying that the right guy won and Peter's a little full of himself and we saw some of his comments were kind of nasty, which he later apologized for. Go live a, what was it, mediocre, mediocre life. life yeah. What are your thoughts on on last night's episode? Starting from the end and working backwards, yeah. I think that the right guy did win. And the reason I say that is because I think what I think what happens in the end is you actually see who you thought was this ultra smooth operator really just turn into a guy who from the beginning was very clear about his intentions and that's why he was aggressive and that's why he was always confident and forward about the way he felt. And like in the end if he if he I think if he kinda tried to wiggle out of it, then it would have seemed like, oh, he was just saying all the right things to say the right things and to try to advance himself. Beginning he said the, all the right things and was very smooth and very intense with her and very forward with her, I should say. And in the end, he followed through with what he with what he claimed he was he was gonna do, and that was, you know, win her over and, and then propose. So I, I think that everybody thought he was just saying all the right things when really he was just he knew what he wanted. And he was being very direct about it. Well, That's the way I feel. It's doctor and a lawyer <laughs> now if they go That's all the true, way yeah. through, through with it. I think that's a great point about Brian because even going back, I was going back through my notes and from the very beginning it was, wow, there's this great chemistry with Brian and Rachel. For some reason, it it was always just, oh, there's great chemistry, great chemistry. But he was very consistent throughout with with why he was there and to be fair, so was Peter. He was he was also very clear about well, yeah, I I'm want to get married and I want to, but I'm not just going to propose for the sake. So they were both very consistent, but I just certainly they were framed very differently. And I think if it would have ended with just the two of them going out on that you know castle and her just letting Peter down and then saying yes to Brian, I. Th- think the reaction would have been a little different. I mean, clearly people in general, myself included, were were team Peter. But I think it got ramped up because it sort of seemed like she was almost trying to convince him. Like, no, just just propose, just propose. And we can talk about the semantics, but ultimately, okay, I'm going to say yes to Brian because he's the only one who's Asking me to marry. Well, what him. she said was, he said that he would do it if that would make her happy. <laughs> like, and she what says, every woman wants to hear. Right, right. Right. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, great! Thank it. you. You're going to propose to me just to make me I happy mean, when you really don't want to propose. I don't want that." Right. Yeah. That's basically what he was. So I mean, that's why I think it's a little inconsistent because yeah. he's saying, "I'm only going to do this once, and I'm going to make sure it's right. But if I can win, then I'll do it." You know what I mean? To make you happy. But that does not sound like it's going to pan out for anybody. It sounds insincere. It was was just weird because this whole time she kept 
saying, well, I want a proposal, I want a proposal. And then finally he said, fine, I'll give you the damn proposal. And then she said, well, no, that's no. not what I want. Well, what do you want then? <laughs> he just well, finally said exactly what you want. You know. But that's every boyfriend, girlfriend, husband and wife argument everywhere. Like, yeah, we've all true. been there like, I want this, I want this, take it. I don't want it now. Yeah. I mean, we've all <laughs> had that argument. Yeah, and, he, and on that same note, I think that he was a little resistant to her. And so she was, I think, kind of intrigued by that now because he was... In a, in a way, he was playing hard to get, and I think it's just by, it's human nature that you're sort of like you want what you can't have. And but I just I don't know. I think that their I think their chemistry is better. I think that you can see that they're. I I think it just makes sense the two of them compared to the. You know that's my opinion. I, I do give Peter credit if he's not sure, then don't just fake it to make it. That's the way I feel. Yeah, I feel like I mean his whole stance, the past uh, three or four weeks or so was saying that if he didn't feel it, he wasn't going to propose. And then, like we just said, all of a sudden he's like, well, maybe tomorrow my <laughs> my feelings will have changed. And she's like, well, I don't want a feeling feelings to change overnight because then what what happens when you wake up the next night? And, like, you realize that it was a mistake or it, he was just he was so firm in saying, I believe in one proposal, one engagement, one marriage. And then she's like, well, I just, I want that proposal. Obviously, it is a expedited path to finding love. But, I mean, if he believes in doing it one time, then it sounds like almost deep down he knew that. She wasn't the one. Right. Yeah. He didn't want to come out and say it. Go all the way and just admit that your gut tells you this it's not, right. it doesn't quite line up. And, and it seems like for Brian it does. So, in the end, I think she gets what she deserves. A few just side notes. Um, she looked amazing. Her oh, clothing did, yeah, was on look, point last night. Yeah. What about Eric all growed up with that nice beard? I was just going to say, let's talk about Hello. Eric. <laughs> this is like next Bachelor material. I mean, I just thought he just was a whole new guy. I don't know if it was just because the weight had been lifted, the pressure was off. Yeah. I don't know. He just was like not a total 180, but definite different vibe mm -hmm. coming from Eric. Yeah, I was actually um I was with him over the weekend and he's uh -oh. in a good place. You what know? kind of place is he in? I think you're right. I mean I think he's learned so much from this experience. He definitely you know, it I knew from the beginning I thought that this kid was gonna like evolve here, come full circle, no matter which way it worked out, if he just stuck with it and didn't and didn't bow out and get, you know, sort of worn out by the whole process. So you watch him from start to finish. He had doubts along the way, but he stuck to the game plan. And he says, "I'm gonna, you know, see this through regardless of how it turns out." So he learned a lot about himself, and he really did fall in love. You know, I can remember talking to him when he got back from Spain, and he goes, "You know," and she even she doubled down on that. He said when he got back that, um, you know, her and I have something different. We're on a different wavelength. You know, we understand each other. I was in love. It was very real. And I think she says it too. We get each other, and you know she had her own special bond with him, and felt very strongly about him. But you know he went through it for the first time on TV. He felt he fell in love, and I've said that to a few people. That's a lot of a lot for somebody to go through. And now he's come out on the other side of it, and yeah, I would say definitely. You know, weight's been lifted. He's at peace with the whole thing. He has nothing but love for her. And uh, I think he's ready, just like he says in the car, he's ready to, to see what's next for himself. But, like, he – yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, he's 
he's you know definitely you said a 180 he's he's a new man now i mean once you find love and once you learn that you're capable of it you feel more like a man you know yeah very gq the beard suited him well yeah yeah. yeah. and the suit uh, suited him well he had a nice he he told me that in the end i'm gonna get myself a a nice suit and now you see it yeah now that's the one so and and we also got the announcement (laughs) that juan pablo has found love katie i know that you were Raising the roof after you've heard that, right? <laughs> well, that just means that he will never come back as The Bachelor again. That was, what was the story there. He, I, I didn't see. I, I didn't. Guess I don't I go back s- as far as you guys. I know. So. I didn't see that season either. But I've heard of him that he was just this notorious, infamous, horrifying nightmare. Katie. Yeah. So basically, in Chris Harrison's words, words worst Bachelor ever. Okay. He. He didn't speak the clearest English, first of all, which is completely fine. Not, you know, nothing wrong with that. But he avoided deep conversation Uh with the girls. So, you know, and as you know, this show is about getting to know each other and deep conversation. So every time someone would bring up a topic or something, he would say, it's okay. And that's it. That would be his response to everything. But was he a jerk on top of all that? I mean, or was it just a language uh, barrier? I mean, it might have been a language barrier, but he didn't, he avoided all conversation. So Uh-oh. it came off as not wanting to get to know the girls, coming off rude. But, I mean, as, like, for the live shows, he he wasn't painted in the best light either. So, And yeah. how weird was it, though, when Chris Harrison started talking about it? The audience didn't really know how to react right. because they said, "Well, is he building up to a joke here?" <laughs> and so then he had to finally say, "He's okay," and everyone's sort of, "Okay, yeah, this is for real." I think I think Chris could have said a few jokes in there, but I he he definitely held back a lot. It was weird. <laughs> that's pretty crappy. So did they though. have friction? He and Chris like with the not That's along? crappy though. They cast a guy to be the bachelor who doesn't speak English very well, and then they wonder why that he doesn't translate to an American audience. Like I think that's more on stupid ABC's fault. They should put him on Telemundo where he would have yeah. been a huge star. I mean, I don't know. That's kind of yeah. I, I mean, feel I bad for him. Now. I agree. Like people loved him when he was on. The Bachelorette, and he, um, he was just, he was good looking. He was a he used to be a professional soccer player. Ooh. Like he had a daughter. Like it was just he was lovable. But when he was in the spotlight, that didn't translate, Impale. if you will. Yeah. Okay. Well, how did you feel about having to watch a lo- breakup live on well live the breakup on TV and watch them watch it back? That was, I guess, people are calling it a nightmare, and yet they could. Nobody could look away. Uh-huh. No one could stop looking at this. This well, nightmare. It, it goes back to what I was saying before about how when they keep building up this something you've never seen before, and it's always totally something we've seen, seen before. before. This is something we've never, never seen, seen before. before, because usually it's either. I'm deciding this isn't right, I'm going to walk you out, or you don't get a rose. It's never a full-out back-and-forth, and they could say whatever they want about, again, it wasn't an official breakup. A breakup? What? I mean, I was so uncomfortable watching it, in, but in like the best sort of 
TV way. Of course. Like I couldn't, I wasn't going to not finish watching it. I mean, it's uncomfortable as it got, but it was uncomfortable and terrible and <laughs> awesome and it's just so hard it's to explain. Television. Yeah, it was it was amazing television. I've seen a lot of Bachelor and Bachelorette breakups on finales and just regular episodes, but that is by far that was the saddest. And the one. realist. Yeah. And realist, yes. Because it was it was both ways, really. Like they they understood the stances that each other had on the situation and we talked last week like it was they were kind of on the same page without them even knowing but it it was just it was a mature sad breakup that's yeah, what it was it was gut-wrenching now i heard that Rachel in the fantasy suites she asked them a series of questions okay. that's what happened huh so i mean did Eric tell you anything? Um, you know, I I had he had told me some things that went on in the fantasy suite. I mean, we didn't get in we didn't get into all the particulars, but um, I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm not quite sure about that. Are you not gonna you're not the, you're not gonna dish what he told well, what you? What did you like? What were the what did you hear? That she was asking them like you know compatibility questions like on Match.com like the 52 compatibility questions you know okay. those kinds of things, and it indicated that that was all that happened. Yeah. Oh well, she's in in, in which in which one in Eric's you mean? All of them. Oh, and all really? of them. She yeah. she said last night that she went in with a full list of questions yeah. that, you know, she I wanted to that. know, you know, background stories yeah. and, you know, and everything. And whether she was just saying that to make her sound well, listen, better. The, the, the <laughs> but, so over, her dad doesn't get yeah. mad. The <laughs> overlooked thing about the fantasy suites each time is the fact that this is the first time in two months that they're able to talk to each other with... Alone. Truly alone. There's no there's no mics in the ceiling. There's no... You're not wearing a mic. Like, nothing. And, like, I don't know, maybe Matt can tell you how often you guys weren't... Mic'd up. Mic'd up around the house or anything well, like that. Well, I mean, that. in a house, you're, you're not always mic'd up. And then even when we're in the hotels, we're not always mic'd up but um i could tell you that whenever you're around her you're mic'd up yeah so this would so you'd say this is the first time in two months that any of these guys going to the fantasy suite were able to talk to her without a microphone oh definitely so but i think the misconception too is that you know most of the time you know for, that everybody ends up hooking up in the you know physically in the uh in the overnights, but in the fantasy suites, but I don't think that um, that's always the case. I think more times than not, you know, people just finally get that chance to to really talk, and and not you know, not be cut short or have to leave the room or do something. You know what I mean? Like right. you really get to have a thorough conversation. You probably gain more from that night, um, however you decide to to use it. You know what I mean? You you get to spend that that full. Eight hours as opposed to, you know, maybe an hour here or there that gets, you know, even the a even the one on ones. Well, I mean, even the one on ones are, are sort of, from what I understand, because Chris, I never had one, but like you, you, you get, you get cut off. No, 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 I'm good with it. But like you get cut off, you know, and then you got to move on to the next thing and the next thing. Here you have nobody telling you what to do and you can use it, you know, take the time and, and use it however you see fit. 
So I don't think it's always ends up physical from from what I've been told. It's well, and I think that that's what's sort of overlooked because whether it's Raven whole story last time around about you know never having oh yeah 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 and so that was the big focus or just in general where our minds always go to the fantasy suite well obviously that they're going so they can do whatever there was a girl last season who said that she had never had an orgasm with yeah, I know Raven. Her oh, guy, right? Yeah, like yeah. BMS, so we were like hoping that she'd actually right, and so those that. that's always where Feet. just all of us, <laughs> our minds go to, to just the gutter. It's just natural, and when you think the fan, you're not saying let's go to the fantasy suite and have a nice conversation, but this is the first time that you could actually ask quote-unquote boring questions about because even yeah. she made the joke like oh i'm asking about taxes and health care and all this stuff but it's important stuff to know when you're potentially going to marry someone but it's not something you a want to talk about with uh, a camera you, in your face right. so and b makes it'll make boring tv anyways even if they were filming it you seem like the most reluctant reality star i've ever met like you and i'm wondering if you gravitate to eric because maybe on some level he's also a little reluctant. He's not this fame whore like some contestants on many reality shows are. You know, you seem very reluctant. You're like the reluctant star. Yeah, like you I, like it, but it's not going to consume you. Well, th- yeah, no, I, I don't plan on this being my life from here on out. But um, I can tell you that when I get to meet somebody like Eric, who I, I really, I really mean it when I say, from early on in the house. He and I connected, and from the beginning, he's just like, I don't know about all this, you know what I mean? But, like, I'm going to give it a shot. And then as the days go by and as the weeks go on, he's uh, a little less reluctant, and he's a little more willing to... to... But, like, I think it was one of the... uh, While we were still in the house, one of the episodes, and he goes, I'm just not getting it back from her. You know what I mean? I'm not getting what I need to feel to feel safe and moving forward. And again, I think I've said it on here before. It wasn't until he got his one-on-one with her, and he really realized that there's something in it for me and her if I'm willing to put myself out there and lay it on the line. And then he was all in at that point. But from the beginning, I, I said, you know, he's not just here to FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, he 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 really was looking to find out about himself and learn about his ability to connect with somebody and fall in love and and that's this you know i don't think that it is this is an experience overall like one way or another you you meet all these people and you're in this pressure pot and you you have to find a way to focus on what's important and that's man i have to i have to grow a little bit here and put myself in a place where her and i can connect and we can really make this legitimate and i feel like some people are just some people are there more for you know just to have a good time and and uh you know start a career well that that could be there and there are some guys like that but like eric really his foot one way or another his his focus was love i'm gonna i'm gonna find out that i can that i can love someone because i haven't done it yet you know surprised when he was eliminated right out of the shoot on last night's episode yeah i would say because i think you know like even he said when i got when he got back he said it was so real. Their their the wavelength that they were on. It was the, you know they were just they had an intense bond with one another, and I think he was convinced that you know what what her and I have, even though it took a while to to dial it in, mm. um, 
it's on another level than than everybody else. So he was very f- confident that he was going to move forward from there. Um, I mean, I wonder what would have happened if she had kept Eric and dumped Peter, and it had been between Eric and Brian. I mean, would, he, would the outcome still have been the same? Brian, all the way? I mean, who knows, right? Yeah. I mean, I think when Eric left, I thought, you know, he was a class act. And, yeah. you know, there was no... I mean, it's tough. You're the top three and you're, you know, you're being sent home and you think that you might actually have the chance to be, you know, the last one standing. But, you know, he didn't show any bitterness or I thought it was just a classy exit. No, because it's all it's all positive with him all the time. You know, he's like an uplifting, um, very uh, almost, you know, he tries to, to like gauge where your head's at, where your heart's at, like how you're... How you're doing, and you know, whenever I, a little bit reluctant with this whole thing too. And whenever it started to play on TV, and you know, I had some issues. Like Eric would always say, "What's going on? Like, what's the matter? Talk to me," you know. And we would talk each other through it. And that's, I think, that's very much what he did for her throughout this, you know, two months worth of it. You know, they would. She connected with him because when they got together, he would he would right away make it about her. Like, where's your head at? Where's your heart at? You know, tell me how you feel and and any concerns that you have and any doubts, just verbalize them with me. And that's some that's somebody that's rare to have around. I feel like other people are very much, you know, make it about them and how intense this thing is for them. And mm. Eric was very much right away make it about the other person that he was that he was talking to. And I think that's why he he went as far with her and you know maybe he should have been allowed to stick around and even go further well maybe he will go further coming up you know who yeah, knows you never what know. his future is i but, could see it but they rachel had to figure out you know who's who was going to be the one and so there were two more dates we had brian went first and it was a hot air balloon i mean nothing says love like you know, a wicker basket floating a thousand <laughs> feet above the air. <laughs> but, but um, you know, he he tried to, and I think he did a good job of um, making his, I guess, for lack of a better word, case for himself and for them together as a couple. Yeah, he um, he had given her like a, a homemade Spanish dictionary with, you know, all love terms and everything. And the the real thing that they the real only thing I feel like they showed with that date was him saying that I can't envision her not picking me and I would be so heartbroken and devastated. And I just can't see that that is even an option right now, which showed his confidence there, I think. Um but they didn't spend a whole lot of time, camera time, on that date. No, because then Peter took her to a church. <laughs> yeah, which anytime I think romance, I think, let's go to a monastery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't get all worked up by monks? Well, they do make some good champagne, so, you know. <laughs> and they obviously needed the time because ultimately we were going to spend, I mean, a half hour or more just on them having the con- the back and forth in the hotel room because f- they had the first time around and then she went back for more and that's when we saw the ultimate breakup so it was i guess with brian's like well there's nothing really to see here it's all good everyone's happy he's afraid of heights but happy to go in a hot air balloon like hey i'm with you a okay and there was clearly more to 
sort of flesh out because even the rose ceremony and, and where I thought Eric might have been a little frustrated and again he didn't show it and and that's that's cer- certainly a nod to him but she basically got up there and gave a speech against Peter saying yeah. I'm here for people who want to get engaged and I'm here to be engaged oh by the way Peter here's your rose and so that would have if that were me and I were Eric I probably wouldn't have been quite as uh, forgiving on the way out. <laughs> on the way out, I thought he killed it. He it Great. was so classy. Uh, it was just like from everything that came out of his mouth to his body language, I couldn't have been prouder of him. And, you know, it just speaks to the kind of guy he is. But, again, I feel like if you look at it, all A, B, and C, like Brian very much makes it about Rachel – Eric, my experience with him is either making about Rachel or whoever else is in the room at the time. It's and never Peter. about Eric. And I just feel like with Peter, at times, it's about Peter. You know what I mean? Interesting. And that, that, that's so, I don't know. Can you can you speak to that, that at all? I mean, because I feel like you kind of alluded to it the last time you were here. I felt like you were tiptoeing around it. You were trying to be very careful with what you said. And I think Ryan asked you to describe the, the remaining three guys in one word. And you called Peter intense, right? And and that really came out in last night's episode that he is not a bad guy. You know, and there's nothing wrong with intensity. Yeah, no, 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 I it's mean, fine. It's just a fitness freak, and you have to be intense to be that physically fit. Like no toxins, no nothing. Like just he's intense. But I I don't know about you guys, but I see her. I see her with Eric. And I def and I see you know with the two of them with Eric, and now with Brian, I see they smile so much and they were laughing and there there's a, you know there's a, a shared sense of humor and but like I a never very saw light that the whole season until last night like I saw her having that with Eric and I saw her having like she would jump up and run into Peter's arms and I just saw this huge like sexual attraction and then all of a sudden last night everything like screech full stop and it was. A totally different Peter. Like I, I don't know. Because when it gets down to crunch time, not yeah. everybody is as sure of what they want to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I was. You know, their real colors. Your true colors kind of. You know, you you get stifled a little bit, and and I think he admits that when he says, "What's wrong with me?" You know, like I thought I had it, and then I panicked, which, you know, didn't shock me because I was around for a lot of it, and, you know. I had my doubts with him, and I just never saw, I never saw Brian, um, you know, panic, panic, or I, I. It was always it was always consistent with him. You know what I mean? And it was he, he the confidence was always there, and he never doubted himself. He never doubted what they had, and you know maybe in in some of the in some of the playback that that comes across to people like, you know, he's he's cocky. Or he's too smooth for his own good. But I just think you see a guy who knows exactly what he wants. You know, he's he's a little older and he's just ready to do it. You know, and he, he doesn't he's have a any doubts. You know, he's, yeah, I mean, it's time for him, and that's why I couldn't be happier for so him. So they were the guys well. that were getting ready to jump out of an airplane and go. Eric jumps. Go. Brian jumps. Yeah. Go. Peter's like, I'm just going to go away. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, I'll here. say this, though, because <laughs> it, part of their back and forth with, with Rachel and Peter, 
she said, I want someone that knows what they want to do, mm -hmm. which is a totally fair thing to say. But my argument would be he knows exactly what he wants to do. And is, it's not with her. No, that's not true. He wanted to do it with her. He just didn't want to get engaged right there after do you two think months. He wanted to be with her. He would have I mean, jumped. I know you're, I, you know, I'm the only other, the only other train of thought out there. Well, <laughs> do it. But I mean, no, but like, you say he knows exactly what he wanted to do, right? Okay, but how do you know, you know, he doesn't think that a future for him could be maybe The Bachelor, you know what I mean? Maybe yes. I thought that was the right exit to take. You yeah, know what I well, mean? no, that's fair. And I think maybe after all this, I think I think they'd be silly to take anyone else. I'm, I, I'm yeah, sorry. And it, and it makes sense. To me, it makes sense because now you see a guy who's like, what's wrong with me? Well, let's spend... Let's spend nine weeks trying Analyzing to figure it out that. and see if anybody can overcome what it is or or change. It goes back to the Ben, you know, Ben Higgins said, you know, I'm unlo unlovable and all this. It, it, it gives you this launching pad. Plus, <laughs> if you're watching the basically this breakup break Twitter and social media as a whole, I mean, girls in and obviously in this case, some guys are like holding Peter up as if. Oh my God! Let's can we just start the Bachelor tomorrow? Well, that's I mean, what I was going to ask you guys uh, next: was why is the internet and the internet is a person? Why is the internet so ripped up over this? I mean, literally across all social media platforms, it's nuts. Like what? Even Patty Stanger, the millionaire matchmaker who had Daniel and Vinny and mm -hmm. Ashley I on her show, like she weighed in and said, you know, Rachel, don't worry about it. You made the right choice. But she, and Rachel's like, thank you. Finally, one one person comes to my defense. Everyone else is so upset. Well, I mean, the other thing is too. I'll speak to the women in the room. Like, when is it? It's fun to to like pursue somebody who isn't quite sure what they want. But you know, and, and to play that game for a little while, yeah. There's some push and some pull and. You know that can keep somebody hanging around, but at the end of the day, when you see the two of them standing there, isn't the more attractive guy and the one that you really want to be with? Like he said, the 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 one who's sure about what he wants, wants to move forward, you know, is ready to to do it tomorrow. Who are you referring well, I'm, to? I'm saying with Brian, you know, like in the end, I think he, he that's more attractive, right? But the internet and thought that Peter was that guy. Like, they're upset that Peter wasn't that guy. They wanted, well, because they the whole, wanted him to be, but yes. he wasn't. And because can't I make think somebody something that they're not. The way you know? it all played out, it sure made it seem like Rachel just picked the person that was going to, to propose to her. And whether, obviously, we can dissect that a million times over, and Rachel clearly will say that's not the case, and Brian will say that's not the case. But the way it looked was that she was putting the hard press on to try to get Peter to just to say, I'm going to propose without having to say, I don't want to, but I'll do it for you. Basically, him, she wanted him to say, I'm going to propose, I want to propose, and that's who she wanted to say yes to. And ultimately, it looked, watching it on TV, like she... Because at that point there there was no other options. Oh, Once man. they broke up, I'm the, no, I'm just saying like yeah, that's no, how it looked. Yeah. And so if you're watching this on TV, you're saying, well, "What the hell?" All she, clearly she just wanted the ring, and that's a you know a woman who's had this incredible two year run or two season run. All of a sudden, everybody just was shown this very different 
perspective, and I think that that sort of blew up in her face. And a lot of women, Katie, like we, you would think, wouldn't you want the guy who wants to be with you and you want to be with him, and if you have to wait for a ring, you're okay with that, versus just taking the guy who says, I'll ask you to marry me? Like, that's the way I got that exact hmm. same impression. Yeah, I mean, I did too. I, I thought that, I, I mean, throughout the whole season, and I think everyone, you know, on Twitter and and articles and everyone just assumed that it was going to be Rachel and Peter and that's how it was going to end up and you saw previews of them having this hard time and that's what ABC does every single season is they show the person with the most doubt end up winning because that they like to try to steer you in the wrong way but in this case they fooled us they they tricked us and it wasn't you know they didn't come back from that you know, whole few hours of talking about doubt and not being ready to be engaged and having a proposal and eventually getting married. And I don't think she helped herself. Now, obviously, this is the the part of it being live, and she's not going through her Twitter feed necessarily seeing like, oh, this is... But I don't think she helped herself on the couch with Peter because... Obviously, it was there was a lot of tension there. Emotion. There was a lot of emotion, and he did apologize for the the mediocre life comment. But she was quick to fire off the "Well, I'm living my best life," mm-hmm. and the, you know, a couple people. The word I I found was she was a little salty there. And if you're living your best life, are you throwing those kind of lines out there? And again, maybe you are, but it just. The optics of it were not great yeah, for her. but that stings. That stings. When someone says something like that to you, like there are certain things that people have said to all of us in our lives that 20 years later we still remember. And we think if I ever run into that person again, I have a, the perfect comeback. Even if it's family, like, you know, uncles and grandmas who think they can say whatever the hell they want to say to you. And, you know, I think she – that was like a tough – that was – God, go live your mediocre life. Like, that would well, kill me. Well, that's, see, uh, that was tough. I, I would want to, I would definitely well, want to zing him end, back. In the end, you have, a, you, we, you guys all said, like, you have one guy who's coming across at the, at the very end of their interaction with one another, a little salty, and then you have another one who, who's still consistent with what he wants to do. So, yeah. like, when you look at the optics of it, you're sort of, you know, Turned off by one and and that much more turned on by the other in the end because this guy, he's he's just, you know, been been the same way ever since the beginning. He wants to be with her and Peter clearly is on the fence or maybe doesn't want to be with her and and so she finally got the message. Yeah, but I mean through her eyes, you know, in those in those last couple minutes with each of them yeah what would turn you you know what would you be turned on to and what you be, what would you be well, turned but it off goes to? back to what ryan was saying or you said it too like you want what you can't have and all along she was i felt like she was pining for peter like i really felt like she was but in the end you can only you can only wait so long and then you're just like okay i, I can't do this anymore right. i just you know felt I mean? like we were this was all semantics from you yeah. know a month ago when this all started to come up Right through, even when they're sitting on the couch. Yeah, and they, he told you what he was gonna do. Yeah, like, like they <laughs> kept going back and forth about, well, you weren't ready to propose, and maybe, and maybe there's regret here, and maybe that. But it ultimately, it it seemed like they both wanted the same thing because then, and again, I, because two seasons, Rachel was like batting a thousand, and I just think that this this whole last forty five minutes 
because then she says she's sitting there with Brian saying like, well, we're going to take our time. Are you kidding me? <laughs> All you're talking about is now, now, now. And then you're saying, well, we're going to take our time? She wanted the proposal I mean, now, now, now. She can take her time. But that's what I'm plan. saying. That's, but exactly. That's where, that's, the semantics. that's where the semantics come in. Because if you're going to take your time, they're saying the same thing. Peter's saying, let's take our time and then we'll get engaged. She's saying, let's get engaged and take our time. So ultimately, they were saying the same thing. And this isn't a negative. None of this is a negative on Brian. But because no, no, no. Matt, this is all pro-Peter, though. But, but, no, but what Matt's it's saying... Mostly, it's mostly pro-Peter. But Matt's saying that Brian is the better guy, the nice... And it doesn't didn't come across on television. No, because it, the wasn't, editing, the fo- it, cause it wasn't the focus. Right. Like, and he didn't, Brian, because he was so consistent start to finish... Right. Like, he, I actually think... He's the one at the end. Other, than, you know, forget Peter, forget Rachel. She, I think he's the one that comes out looking the best throughout this because nothing changed. Like yeah. he was, he was all in the whole time. But that all almost gets, not almost, that gets pushed to the side because of a the breakup and then b the very tension filled talk they had afterwards. Yeah, with him sitting right there. <laughs> I think the focus that I agree. I think the focus that. ABC was going for was the Peter versus Rachel. And I think that if Brian got more, if they had more conversation, FaceTime or camera time, I feel like we would have seen uh, like more of Brian's not good side because he didn't really ever show a bad side, but we would have seen more interaction with Brian and Rachel. But I think the route that the producers went was like it's all going to be you know Peter's issue versus Rachel's issue and and that kind of pushed Brian to the side a little bit so but I know where you're coming from like I kind of wish that we did see Brian a little bit more and got to see you know how they interacted more well we're going to now find out about her mother-in-law to be because don't forget, Brian's mom, <laughs> we get to see how that works out. And you had a premonition. It was weird because you said, you know, August, whatever, Wednesday the 9th, um, Rachel and now Brian are going to be here in Connecticut where we are at Mohegan Sun. Mm-hmm. And Ryan had said, it's really weird because if it's Peter, he has this boot camp scheduled for Saturday? Saturday, yeah. And he said the logistics of, of course, it could be done. I mean, we live in an age of planes and transportation. But, but he just, just with all the press that you have to do, yeah, I thought, yeah. like, that's kind of an odd thing that, you know, less than a week after the finale, you're hosting so this massive... So deep down, massive, you knew Peter wasn't going to win. Well, it's funny. That's the first time that they I, saw I started... Him, but yeah, that I started to question. And, <laughs> yeah. and for anybody that's listening, you know, I, obviously there are a lot of shows like this out there, but... If if you're listening to one and there's you know the whole time where oh it's gonna be Brian it's gonna be Brian then I think you know they weren't going through this spoiler free I mean you know all of us avoided any of the things that out there because if yeah if you go to the the Google you can find out a lot of things and if you go by just the last couple episodes of us talking here 
Ain't none of us seen this coming. So there well, was. It's good that you guys don't read a lot of those spoilers and yeah, stuff. Yeah, because it's not. Besides the fact that it, it, it like, takes why, the fun yeah, out of Yeah, why it. watch that's it? That's the way but I see it. It's impossible for us to talk about it if you know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, and that's God bless but you some of them are to be wrong, able to though. Matt yeah. to come in here and know how it's going to end and still <laughs> be able to sort of look at things with you know clear glasses on. I think is very impressive because I don't know that I could do it. Yeah, you have yeah, you was... considered a career in the CIA? You can keep uh, a secret. <laughs> see, I knew something. We have good a field would come office in the FBI here in Connecticut. Yeah, but so but congratulations to Katie because you picked Brian in your fantasy team. And so this bitch wins it again. <laughs> so, you know, I think you should be have like a handicap next time around where you don't get to pick until like four or five picks in. It's really unfair. <laughs> I I didn't think that I was going to win. So <laughs> And maybe that's the real source of, of my my pro Peter stance because he was the last guy I had for a long time and I finally thought I was gonna get a win. And then, yeah, not so much. Yeah, yeah. for a long time, yeah. you only had Peter. Yeah, so that could, that could be that it's could be the reason. For it. Next season, yeah. well, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, but Neil Lane, we forgot. Neil Lane comes out. He, I think, his shortest appearance ever. Ever, and I know, so sad. <laughs> he looks I like love a when he comes no- out. Gnome, um, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's literally he, he said, "Hey Neil, all right? Oh, I like I'll this one. This okay, one. <laughs> see you guys next season. That Pure was it. Shape, that's good. Perfect. It was the shortest Boom. amount of screen time he's ever had in any Super of these. Seasons. Well, he's sick of it. Let's be honest. Well, and there was only one ring to one person to talk yeah, to. He Usually, right. he's got. He didn't get right. any, oh, you know, okay. two and on guys. Bachelor in Paradise, depending on how many people decide to get engaged or want to get engaged or think about getting engaged, he'll have multiple sittings. He only had the one, and again. Go, even no, something this like got a feeling you're gonna see very little of him this whole year. Yeah, <laughs> and even this even this version of Neil was so short. I think is another sign of we really didn't focus much on Brian because it was all positive. Yeah. Like why? Okay, why even? But okay, he's gonna pick out a ring. Cool. Like just like everything else, it was sort of brushed over because. Again, it was all thumbs up. It was all, everything's great. But his proposal was very sweet in Spain. He asked her to be his queen in Spanish. And, you know. A little windy. It was a little windy. (laughs) Sound engineer's nightmare. You get up there and all you hear is. (laughs) Yeah, will you be my reina? You couldn't understand. They both gave these beautiful speeches and all you heard was. Oh, God. But it was a sweet proposal, you know, and a fitting end, I guess. And off they go. And what do you mean? Then he he proposed again. Right. Yeah, he doubled down. He doubled down. Because he's serious. And he's been all in from the beginning. I mean, and that's the one thing I think all of us. Listen, I'm not knocking, honestly, I'm not knocking Peter like. This, you know. Yes, you are. You can, no, 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 I'm not. Listen, because honestly, I've be been, I've been him. Once. I've been him. To be honest, I've been him more than I've been the guy who knows exactly what he wants. So I kind of, to me, I want to. If it takes, you know, a couple, few more years, I, I want to be where Brian's at. I want to just, no. you know, know exactly what I want. That's what mm-hmm. I'm aiming for. But I've been. Peter more times than not, and it costs you in the end. If yeah, you trust your gut, you, you know if you yeah. don't if if you don't know what you want, a lot of times a woman is going to say, "Well, I do." So, you know, sorry, but I'm going to move on, and you end up you end up missing out on a great opportunity. He knows he missed out on a great opportunity, but uh, you know, on top of that, I give him credit for not just pretending, and then if they did end up together, after the fact, break her heart. So at least 
is as much of a struggle as it was, you know, you, it's apparent, it's pretty apparent for him to, to watch her go. He, he still, in a way, did the right thing. If he wasn't sure about it, you have to let somebody go and find what it is that they're really looking for. Yeah. And, and so you got to give him a little, you know, got to give him some credit for that. But, um, yeah, I've turned on Peter completely. <laughs> well, here's the thing with the way this was trending was no matter how, whether she picked Peter or Eric or Brian, Rachel was definitely going to be a number one in the Bachelor universe, if you will. And I'm not saying that isn't going to happen. And it'll be curious. Obviously, we all hope that they live happily ever after and they have beautiful babies and all that. Whether that happens or not, I wonder if this changes that trajectory. Forget their future, but just how things broke. Because this season will obviously be more remembered for this very dramatic breakup. And and Chris t- Harrison's questioning of them on the couch. Do you wish you had handled that differently? Do you still love her? Do you, you know? Yeah, and so I wonder if this has damaged the... And not that I think she cares, not the franchise, but her bachelor brand, because so many of these people, you still see bachelor and bachelorettes very in the world and very influential. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if this I saw her as being the queen slash king. I mean, bigger than everyone. Uh, I don't know if this this hurts the brand. On the other hand, I think... um, kind of like that term so i use it again that double down she she started out as somebody who wanted to get married and and like she got what she wanted yeah but i mean the other thing is the other thing is maybe she didn't you know like even she would say to me you know you remind me of yourself why well because you're just somebody who's trying to figure themselves out and and wants to end up happy one day you know and that's what she was looking to do maybe she doesn't want to be like the bachelor queen forever you know maybe she just wants to like go now lead pretty regular life, life. You know, i'm sure she's gonna do great things and she and she's gonna you know she's a star that's what she's built for yeah. but like you know maybe her takeaway from the bachelor won't be just let's move forward with all the fame that i've gained from it instead let me just let me just take this great relationship and and take the next steps with it you know so like maybe her her purpose isn't to be although you know, i yeah. will say did you notice when Chris was asking about future plans, where they may live, because he was thinking, well, oh, it's just going to be Dallas or Miami. They threw L.A. in there. Uh-huh. And I don't know that you choose to, coming what? off reality show, to up and move to L.A. if that isn't part of the plan. If you want to be you've under been, the radar. You've been to L.A. Oh, I've been to L.A. And <laughs> I'm not... On TV, though, you know, like if you well, California is beautiful, it's I would move there tomorrow. <laughs> but I think if you're just if you're coming off a reality show, it's not a coincidence. Do you move to L.A. if you don't, don't want the spotlight? I don't know. Yeah, no, not L.A. Definitely not L.A. I because mean, I could see her on Dancing with the Stars. She crush it. I mean, Monterey. She she showed she's and so did Peter. Actually, I'd, I'd put them both on Dancing with the Stars if it were me because they both got rhythm. And they're Peter's got rhythm. No, I mean, so, I'm sorry. Oh, Brian. I was gonna say what? Well, no, no, yeah. it's there's proof in that. I would put, you, now it's getting a little too. I much. Yeah, now we're trying. Too I would hard put the folk, the both the couple on. I would put Brian and and Rachel both on different teams on Dancing with the Stars uh, okay. because they they both have rhythm and Easy. they're both great on camera. And I think 
it's also a way to make sure it'd be fun. Yeah, because when when Nick went on, I don't know if that is part of the strain with their relationship. This way, they still get to stay together, and mm. I think it'd be fun. I'd like to see a nice crossover to CBS where all the cast-offs, yourself included, have to go live in the Big Brother house. Oh. I think that would be so you fantastic. want this hybrid reality. I do. I want this hybrid awesome. showman's nightmare living in the Big Brother house. That would just make me so happy. But The best of both worlds. The best of both I would, worlds. I would think that if you could combine Paradise with Big Brother, oh it would be God. maybe throw some Survivor in my there. My head would explode. Freaking Paradise. Maybe that will be Winter Games. There you go. It sounds like it's Could trending be. like something like. Do you know anything about Winter Games? Um, I've I've heard a little bit more about it. I've heard it having more to do with like couples and you know like being a working as a team to do whatever these games are gonna to, to play whatever these games like are gonna a survivor. be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely there's definitely gonna be some sort of uh, you know uh, obstacle course. Yeah, or some you know it's a strategic competitive thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's definitely their competition show. I think. So you think they're only going to accept bachelor couples? I don't know. No, no. I think if you're if you're not tied in, okay. you can be on say, there then too. You might need to start dialing that no, phone. No, and... no, no. I don't. I don't think that that's a must. Yeah. But... And what is it that you did with Raven? That I did with Raven? Yeah. Mm, nothing. <laughs> because you mentioned we mentioned <laughs> that's Raven. A I know question. Raven. Kind of I know Raven. Over it a little bit. Paradise. Yeah. yeah no, so I know. What... I met her in Par- I met her in Mexico. How, did, how well spent... did you meet her? No, no, I didn't. Nothing. No, we're friends. We're just friends. We're Come friends. on! But if you, well, no, but if we you, really are. I'm just if you saw the <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise uh, sneak peek, sneak peek, if you will. we got a sneak peek of our buddy Matt doing some uh, <clears throat> yeah. very think, interesting things. You know, good things. thing for me is that's as, that's as risque as it's going to get, I think. Uh-huh. <laughs> they use all I of your stuff think. just in the tease. <laughs> that's it. I mean, you've gotten your... That's the best and worst of me right there. Do so they, at least you can watch knowing that, ah, there's nothing. You've already seen the worst of it. Oh, yeah. I know. I've seen a couple episodes, and, uh, you know, I cringe for for about maybe five to ten seconds. But, you know, that hot tub is my – that's the extent of it for me, I think. And you now, think? I don't remember. As far as I know, as far as I know, it's about as bad as it gets. Uh-huh. But um, are you excited to watch it back? I mean, we're only I've a week seen away the first already. two episodes. It was it wasn't easy because you know, I ne- I didn't know how paradise works, and uh-huh. and so now to just go to Mexico. Did they hand out condoms? No, no condoms. I'm sure there were somewhere, but I never needed them. Uh huh. So. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it, what an experience that was. It's, it's a bit of a blur at this point. But because um, you were intoxicated? No, I don't mean that. It, I, what I mean, it's more so. It's more so having been there at the beginning, then the shutdown, then go back again. With the Quran. It was all tomorrow. very chopped up and just, you know, just. I don't know. When I look back, it's like when did it start and when did it end? Because you know, it felt like it was over. Then we went home for a while. Then we go back again. So did you end up going back out to L.A. like you were saying last time you were here? They wanted you to come back out. Yeah, I just did. And? I did some more stuff with with Paradise. So they once they have their hooks in you, they're never going to let you go. You know this, right? Um, you're you're beholden to ABC for the rest. <sighs> you're an indentured servant. Don't say the rest. For of the my rest life. of your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A it's little all... while, but. <laughs> So when they do when they do the senior bachelor, you are going to be on that. It's going to be Bachelor in Paradise. You know how many people I have coming to me like 
you know, we got to get one for like middle aged people in their 50s. And then. No, nobody wants then, to see that. Yeah, right. But then. <laughs> you know, then. Yeah, I've had that happen more times than not. And then, like, old, even older women, even older women, we got to get one for st- senior citizens, you know? Um, older women like me older or like 80s? No, no. I mean, I've had even older women. When I say middle age, I mean like 50, 60. And then I've had even cute old ladies say, I got to get <laughs> one for us older women. Just this morning we had a suggestion Everybody wants in a, of right? twins. Why don't they do twins? Find someone for each of the twins. But There's so many spinoff possibilities. There's so many spinoffs. Are the, twin, the twins were in paradise right uh, i think Haley i didn't not when i was there but I, i'm pretty because, sure they yeah that would be fun later on because that would be fun to have them as the principal a, stars yeah a bunch of you know 20 whatever guys competing for two different guys. girls oh. yeah those twins <laughs> have, a, have a reputation like they people the twins the twins the twins that's all i heard about and then i never got a chance to meet them but that's what i mean like some people were in mexico for like you know a few days and then left so I mean, for it was a blur. It was because usually you're there for almost a month, and I think the whole thing was cut in half at the end of the day. The amount of filming was like half of of what it, you know they typically do for this show. Look, before you leave, I just want to say like they mentioned we mentioned Haley and Emily, and they have this whole shtick where they act like dumb airheads where they don't know where certain states are in the country, and I don't know if it's all an act or whatever. I don't really know. But you like you're not really expecting to meet someone of substance as on one of these shows, right? Um, well, I mean, Paradise or the yes! Bachelorette. I felt the Bachelorette was no Paradise. Oh, Paradise. Come on. Um. <laughs> no, I mean everyone's there for a good time. It is a good time, but you know it's got a, some. It's got a track record of some people. Yeah, it does. Ending up with each other. I mean, you know, <laughs> Ryan and I just speaking there, of. There, there's. I mean, you can in a typical like paradise setting. You're there on an island for a month, spending all this time with somebody. I think it's possible that if you're with somebody every day for a month, you could start to fall for them. Maybe have a baby all? with them. So I mean, and get uh, so so the so the alternative is like if you go out, you know, two three times a week with somebody over the course of a month. Here you're with them every day. Look, I'm no one to talk. I met my husband in a bar. So I mean, mm. <laughs> well, it's like this is like going on a singles vacation. You know, you're. I mean, no. I mean, what my I mean, two yeah. my two of my friends from the, from this abbreviated stint in paradise are still together to this day, and they're very happy. Who? I can't tell you who, but you got to watch the, the show. No, no, no. Like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not here defending it. For me, it was like, it was fun. I went on a couple dates. Yeah. It was a good time. I'm, like I said, I did not come away with, you know, anything besides, you know, multiple hangovers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but like, you know, and, and really a, a, like a, a fast from tacos and any sort of Mexican food for for the next few months because I got we ate so many quesadillas and and tacos and every quesadillas and what was the other big thing fish tacos which but more good. more importantly but, but more importantly the um, you have a metabolism that allows you not to if I had eaten all I that guess, crap it would have been the end of the but I have two world. friends I have two friends who I was with in L A over the weekend and uh, it's they're very very smitten at, or you know at, at the very least if not in love with one just another just tell them not to get tattoos and that was and and you <laughs> know they spent they spent a total of uh you know and probably not even a few weeks together and it was it was pretty apparent like you see them together and it's real and they're happy and 
you know, they were with each other every day in a, you know, on a beach. It's fun. No, it's fun to watch. You know, so like it, it can happen. Oh, I, I think you know. We've seen it. Yeah, I and mean, we've we've watched it happen, and we were sort of joking about you know, oh, have a kid and all this, but I mean. Carly and Evan, the the most unlikely paradise couple ever. Yeah, I mean, I would say it's it's rare, but it's possible. We've seen it's it, possible. and I, you know, that's why we watch these shows, not just so exactly. we can scream and yell about them, but, but so we can escape our own reality too a little bit. But you know, is it is it sort of an you know, an extended spring break or like a yes, you know. When the Washington Post puts it on the front page of their newspaper, you know, the whole democracy dies in darkness covering all things political. And on the front page is what happened last night with Rachel on The Bachelorette. It shows you that all walks of life, everyone everywhere just loves a little escapism and to see someone come out the other end happy and engaged. And it's a love story. And. Off they go into the sunset, and we'll wait for Bachelor in Paradise to come around. What you said in a week? Yeah, Monday. I mean, it's, they kick, yeah. kicks right back in, and so who, I mean, we're obviously going to see you on Bachelor in Paradise. We hope you have have had a lot of fun, but after seeing, you know, obviously living in the house and then going to Bachelor in Paradise, next Bachelor is don't know. No, I know that. Who yeah, do you, who do you think? Well, who or do who, I think? Oh, I would I mean, say at this point, it's probably Peter, right? Um. Oh. I'm done with uh, Peter. Well, I mean, Katie, I think, again, like I said last yeah. time, I think it'd be a great time watching Dean or even Eric. I don't, you know, but I think that, I don't know, logic points well, to who Peter would, at this point. Uh, and obviously, There's <laughs> clearly <little>. I agree, <laughs> but between Dean or, or... Well, you would love it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> it'd be the best between time Between Dean, <laughs> Dean or Eric, who do you He's think would audition. be... Would ultimately be the better bachelor if it came down to to one of them. Um, hmm. I know you know them both very well. Yeah, I'd be torn with that. Um, Why don't you throw your hat in the ring? You're not doing anything. Um, well, come on, you're gonna train for the FBI, <laughs> then you can do this. No, I'll let I'll let my buddies. Dean do or it. Eric? Come yeah, on. I would you... say I would say. Mm, I don't know. That's a tough one. I'm split right down the middle on that, and that's not just because I love both of them. It's really because. I think that, um, hmm, I don't know. I think Good Eric question. would be better between the two of them. I just think that, especially well, after think, seeing I him think... on the after show and yes. how Dapper. he just seems more ready. Obviously, Dean, we still had the giggling issue. I just, I think Eric was <laughs> like, mean, I'm ready. Eric's 30, Eric's 30. Not to say that, uh, you know, age is always the indicator, but, um, yeah, Dean's a little younger. I think, That's yeah, part I mean, of it. I don't know if he's, if he's, game for it at this point in his life, you know? They could do um, another Brit and Caitlin, and they had this season where they had two bachelorettes. Oh, man. man. And, and the you guys got out of people. the limo, and you had to choose one, and choose one to say hi to, and okay. then whoever had the most interest <laughs> became the bachelorette. It's like the Hunger Caitlin. Games, only well, that's nobody gonna happen, right? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you, ladies, who do you think, our next Bachelor, who is I, it? I think Chris Harrison gave us a little indicator when he said that maybe they'll be revealed on Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think anyone's knocked their socks off, although when Eric came on last night, he did look like just off the pages of GQ. Yeah. He, he looks like a cover model for yeah, sure. Yeah, he like, definitely has ready. taken the, the lead for now, but I think they're going to be revealed coming up. Yeah, you got to find out about it soon because I'm pretty sure uh, yeah. they start filming like you know in a matter of 
Yeah. Because I think they months. finish around Thanksgiving. So yeah, no, I think I'm pretty prior, sure so it's going to be soon. Is, is when they start. I mean, so. Katie's our expert. Who Who's going to be the next Bachelor? We haven't Without seeing yet. Bachelor in Paradise, obviously, but... I think at this point, I think Peter has a good shot. The leg up. Yeah. I mean, he's still... I mean, apart from last night, he still has a lot of... A lot of fans out there and a lot of girls and ladies that would watch them. And so. guys. And, and guys. guys. Ryan. Well, I guess. <laughs> I'm starting the fan club this afternoon. <laughs> well, that's another whole season come to an end. Matt, thank you so much yeah, for enhancing our, our time together. Our little. Hopefully it doesn't podcast. end here. I know, right? We'll <laughs> yeah. see Thanks you Thanks for again. having me, guys. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Bachelor Podcast. Find us online at Bachelor Podcast. Katie, Ryan, I'm Christine. We'll see you in paradise. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.